0: Memorial Day Sonnet. We're here to honor those who went to war, who did not wish to die, but did die grievously, in 1861 and in 2004, though they were peaceable as you and me. Young and innocent, they knew nothing of horror, singers and athletes, and all in all well-bred. Their sergeants, mercifully, made them into warriors, and at the end they were moving straight ahead. As we look at these headstones row on row on row, let us see them as they were, laughing and joking on that bright, irreverent morning long ago. And once more, let our hearts be broken. God have mercy on them for their heroic gift. May we live the good lives they would have lived.
1: The second reading is at Gettysburg. These fields can never be simply themselves. Their green seems such a tender green. Their contour so significant to the tourists who, who stare. Towards, towards the, fa- towards the far range of mountains, as if they are listening. To the page of history tearing, or to what they know themselves of warfare, between, between, between brothers in this scenery. Cows, and cannons stand by side and motionless as if they had grown here. The cannons on their simple wheels resemble farm carts. Children climb them. Thus function disappears disappears almost entirely into form of what is left under the impartial blue of the sky is a landscape where dandelions lie in the tall grass. Like so many spent cartridges turning at at the last smoke, of puffballs, where the only red visible comes at sunset, where the earth has grown so lovely, it seems to forgive us, even as we are learning to forgive ourselves. The next one is um, by Paul Wellstone. So we go on to write the same poem. Sing the same sad song, yet once more. Not for the dead who have gone, over to the insensible kingdom, but for, but for us who must now carry on without them. This time as so often before death snatched a big one, just when we could not stand to lose his voice that spoke not just alone, but for us millions who longed for a world green, alive, about to bloom.
0: death snatched a big one a whole collection of big ones this year just like every year there were so many we could not stand to lose so many who spoke to us and for us millions who long for a world green alive about to bloom on this memorial day weekend we follow the long tradition of honoring those who have died in war One of the first Memorial Day observances happened on May 1st, 1865 in Charleston, South Carolina. Former slaves honored 257 dead Union soldiers who had been buried in a mass grave. They gave them a proper burial as a way of thanking them for fighting for the slaves emancipation. They then held a massive parade in celebration and tribute. Scholar David W. Blight describes that observance. What you have there is black America, recently freed from slavery, announcing to the world with their flowers, their feet, and their songs what the war had been about. What What they basically were creating was the Independence Day of a second American revolution. They sang new sad songs and helped to create the holiday we celebrate tomorrow. Memorial Day can be a hard holiday for some of us. We know that war is not always the best way to resolve conflict. We know, like the queen in the story we heard earlier, that there are ways other than war to get rid of enemies. Perhaps Nutella or drowning them in cake or some of the other creative solutions our children offered. Many of us question and doubt the morality of war or at least the morality of particular wars that have been fought in our name as Americans. As Unitarian Universalists, we are part of the just war tradition. That means we have an inherited legacy of believing that war is sometimes justified when certain conditions are met. Our legacy includes the Battle Hymn of the Republic, written by Unitarian Julia Ward Howe, a song that describes God's support for the Union cause in America's Civil War. She writes, Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He has loosed the faithful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. (laughs) And in the final haunting verse, In the beauty of the lilies, Christ was born across the sea with a glory in his bosom that transfigures you and me. As he died to make men holy, let us die to make men free while God is marching on. And that is a powerful call to arms, not reflective of our current theology, but still a powerful call to arms. And being inheritors of the just war tradition doesn't mean that everyone in this room is required to believe that war is sometimes the least bad answer in a bad situation. Our diversity of belief is one of our greatest strengths. But being a part of a just just war tradition is a legacy we all get to sit with on this Memorial Day weekend. And as we sit, perhaps with our disagreement about the usefulness or morality of armed conflict in general or particular wars fought in our name, we can honor those who served. It takes courage to risk and give one's life, perhaps in in devotion to to a higher cause of freedom or justice or service. It takes courage to risk one's life and give one's life, perhaps as is so often the case now in response to what is called the poverty draft, the reality that for some military service is one of the only ways for young people to get, a, to get a college education without incurring massive debt, is the only job available, or is one of the few jobs available that serves something more meaningful than a corporate bottom line. May we remember all of these types of courage. Dying or giving one's time or physical or mental health in service to one's country is heroic. And we doubt and question and honor and remember all at once because we know that we are heirs to an American legacy that is beautiful and heroic and difficult and challenging. And those who died in war are not all that we, who we remember today. We expand our remembering. We remember those in our church community who have died this year, this past year, Hannah Lor-Eck, Dick Fowler, Les Dodson, David Sadler, Ted Brown, and Barbara Dahlberg. How they will be missed. Our lives and our church have been changed by their presence. And we expand our circle of remembering even wider. We remember those beyond these walls who have died this year and those whose lives made an outsized impact on our world. This past year, especially, has felt like the year the music died. So many notable musicians have died since last May. Merle Haggard, David Bowie, Natalie Cole, Ernestine Anderson, Ornette Coleman, Prince. Keith Emerson of Emerson Lake and Palmer, Maurice White of Earth, Wind and Fire, Glenn Frey of the Eagles, Lemmy Kilmister of Motorhead, Scott Wieland of the Stone Temple Pilots, Cynthia Robinson of Sly and the Family Stone, Chris Squire of Yes, and the list goes on and on and on. There are so many who shared their music with us who are worth remembering. We sing the same sad songs, so many that they gave us, and somehow we carry on. Our lives and theirs flow on in endless song. We also mourn the heroes whose story will not die with them, whose actions made it possible for others to live and to flourish, who saw the vision of the world green, alive, and about to bloom, and worked to make it a reality. Patty Duke was a star of stage and screen who spent the final decades of her life as an advocate for people living with mental illness. She came out about her own suffering, with bipolar disorder long before such things were common to confront the stigma of mental illness that so many experience. Robert Spitzer was a psychiatrist who led the effort to stop the classification of homosexuality as a mental disorder. That shift set the groundwork for so many of the gains made by the LGBT rights movement. Sir Nicholas Winton was a British man who saved 650 children from certain death in the Holocaust. These children and their descendants have paid back this gratitude in amazing ways in England and in other parts of the world. All of these heroes leave a legacy of love and life in their wake as we all hope to do upon our deaths. So on this Memorial Day weekend, may we all be instruments of a just and lasting peace. May we reflect on the legacy we hope outlives us, on the world green, alive, and about to bloom. And may we all remember our beloved dead and how their lives have touched ours. May it be so. May we make it so. And amen. Now I'm going to invite you into a ritual of remembering our beloved dead. We have candles and sand there. And if you feel so moved, I invite you to come forward, light a candle, place it in the stand, and you can speak the name of the person who you're holding in your heart and give a one-sentence description, and which I know is hard. You're all gonna to have to be masterful editors today. Uh, But I invite you, as you you feel so moved, to come forward. George Lewis. Oh, we we need the audio.
2: Sure. I think it's
1: on now. Yep. George Lewis, my dad.
2: Uh, Theodore Ted Brown. my father. Elizabeth Johnson, my mother, a very happy and proud Unitarian. My mother, Zarifa Greenquist, also an active member of this church during her time here.
1: My cousins, John and Joe Saylor, both Vietnam veterans.
0: Betty Short, my mom. Hannah who who is
1: a very close and loved friend, and all the others that we have lost at Peoples. Emil and Lily and Nazca, my parents... Robert Nathan Caulfield, my dad, um, Korean and Vietnam vet, world traveler, great dad. Gene Worth, my father, who taught me to love nature and all people. Floyd Floyd Smith a long time member of people's church 51 years William Donald Han
0: my father
2: My
1: brother, a Vietnam vet,
0: Vernon Mordike. my father, my first musical inspiration, World War II vet, and still my hero.
2: Miller, my uh, grandfather, who taught me tolerance through his favorite expression, some people like the blue
0: suit, some people like the green suit. Sophie, um, my daughter, who passed away much too soon.
1: Glenn and Marion Fairbanks, my parents who introduced me to Unitarian Universalism many, many years ago. My beloved husband, Eric Pratt, who was very instrumental in building this church and contributed to it in action and in all other ways for years and years
0: May their memories be a blessing to all of us. May their lives flow on within us in the stories that we remember and in the way they have shaped who we are.